Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 312 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend, Kyle, talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we've entered virtual reality yet again with the PlayStation VR 2, our thoughts on the PlayStation state of play, and a day one game on PlayStation Plus in March. All that and so much more, but with all that said, with all that out of the way coming through via virtual reality mr kyle stevenson how are you sir joe it's wild that i can still talk to you while i'm in virtual reality right this very moment but it's how, crazy but how well can you really see me though uh i can see <laughs> okay so yeah with the pass through which is great that playstation vr2 has this sure we'll talk about all about it later yeah we'll, we'll talk about it so if you don't know what it is listen later uh I can see like the darker tones uh-huh. on the screen. Yeah. But your face, all I can see is your hair, your beard, your mustache. I see zero eyes, nose. It's like a white blank face. Wow. With just the hair. You got face blindness, is what you're telling me. I do. I do. And like I have the 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 dock over here to my left. Uh-huh. It's just a very bright white screen. <laughs> I can't see anything <laughs> ah, damn do you think hey. you think this bit paid off because i kind of do i i think oh it, did. it absolutely did hey if you're only listening to audio uh listeners or audio listeners only yeah. hop over to youtube and see me uh wear the headset <laughs> uh you know there's nothing on my end i'm just literally just looking yeah. at the computer screens but honestly hey, this is what the vr2 looks like it's like i'm podcasting in the future because this is what it, it, it kind of may end up being <laughs> Do you remember when I wanted to make our uh, podcast in dreams and that yep. never happened? Yep. Now we're just going to do it while we're playing VR stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I don't know what you're really doing there. You can really? say you're looking at the notes. You can even say you're participating in the show, but who knows My what's PSVR on the other end of PSVR 2 is definitely ones. not connected to the PC right now. Wink, uh-uh. wink. Not oh. You can't see me winking. <laughs> no, but you can't. It's, it's happening. It's tracking my eyes, so it knows. <laughs> That said, man, we got so much goodness over the past few days. And of course, gang, if you're listening to this now, you're like, hey, guys, you're a day late, but not a dollar short. I could assure you that we had a bonus episode uh, arrive a little bit earlier. So if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to last episode, uh, make sure you go ahead, do it, because that's where a lot of the news is. And that's where our predictions are as well. So you could keep us honest and tell us what we got right and what we got wrong. So if you haven't already, it was a fantastic show. Go on over. Check that episode out. We also have an interview with the Moss devs there. But, Kyle, we have a lot to break down now. Yeah. And I am so excited to talk PlayStation State of Play, PlayStation VR 2, talk about the games we've been playing on the headset. And uh, if I got everything right, we'll also have our interview with the Demio devs. All that and so much more. Before before we get into it, it's time for housekeeping. So, like we say each and every week, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, we really do appreciate it. If you could uh, go on over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room, it's, what, it's the reason why we look so good, sound so great, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And let me tell you something here, Kyle. While pitching that and struggling through it, I got a little bit of that VR brain fog, you know? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After I just stepped out and I totally get it. <laughs> Where you're like, whoa, I'm a little, what is life? That I type can of see sense. your face. It's crazy. I know. It kind of, we'll talk about uh, it. There, a bit. There, there are arms connected to my hands. Right. Like I'm so used to just floating hands. There's a brain behind these eyes. But it, I find with VR, and I know we'll get into it when we talk about PSVR too, but you get that like sense of self. Like you're regaining your sense of self, like after you take off the headset, it's, it's always a strange and after very like long time usage as well. Cause there was last night we played Demio for literally almost three hours. And afterwards I was like, what is life? What is this world around me? Yeah. Why can't I just yeah, go yeah. back to this tabletop game? Yeah. That said though, Kyle, I want to thank our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash PS for making this show possible i want to thank our newest member matt polo at the gold tier i want to thank our premium members todd burowitz and toxic i want to thank our platinum members brad presnell brent gillian uh, jedi master ren cowboy danger d jonas young jose jimenez the green gorilla gamer chaotic monkey millennial falcon gaming rayoko killed 90 sith lord 92 spam and bam and steven flesh and strubles and bits i want to thank our gold members awesome dave cypher primus bertos maximus baldron Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Welsh, Elo 2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Naka Chaka, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, K Grimm, Lamb Chop 93, Marcus O'Neill, Androsaur, Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, the Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brunty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold ET Sancho, Tino Six Speed, M Kyle underscore H85, and Johnson and Sean McKenzie. Thank you all so much for amazing patronage over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And if you're a Patreon, guess what? You get to ask questions to the voice actress that plays Freya, where we interview Danielle for next week's show. We're very excited. We've finally been able to say it. I can't wait. We get to interview the voice actress that played Freya in God of War 2018. God of War Ragnarok. What a time uh, to be alive. I'm going to stumble now so it doesn't happen when we talk to her. Because I have so many questions. I am I am so excited. Mm-hmm. And I hope you all are enjoying these interview things. Yep. Uh, don't worry. We're not doing one every single week if it's they're not your thing. <laughs> there's so much. There's so it's much. It's a lot of work. It's so much work. <laughs> uh, this is brought to you because Kyle doesn't have a job right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's the only reason. And real talk, your generosity, because it's the reason why we're able to actually get them on the show. And- yeah. Like pay for Zencaster that has yeah. us able to you know interview them, record them, and all that mm-hmm. jazz. Uh, Patreon really does help this show function in more ways than you think. So please head on over there, and that's why we give you all that type of perk of just hey, listen, you help this show pop be you know your run. It's the least we can do is have yep. your questions be read on this show. So that said, Kyle, who we that's a week away, but you know what happened today, Kyle? State of play. It's time to square up the PlayStation State of Play, BB. Now, Kyle, here's how yeah. this is going to work, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to play a little game called Yay or Nay. I've heard of it. All right. I hope so. There was, if I'm not mistaken, 16 games shown off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to look at each one. We're going to give it a yay or a nay, and an honest yay or nay. If it's no maze this time yeah, around. Yeah, no maze. 
Nope. All right. No fence sitting here on the trophy room. I'm saying nope. a good old fashioned yay or nay. Okay. Why, why not? Now we're going to read through each game here. Uh, just a little brief synopsis, uh, kind of give you guys a visual of what game, you know, was shown off and our opinions on them. So that said, Kyle, I want to tackle this one by one. So I'll do okay. Foglands first and then you do, okay. you know, the next one. Ready for it, Kyle? Right. I'm ready. The first game shown off at the PlayStation State of Play was The Foglands by Well-Told Entertainment. The Foglands is a action-packed, action roguelike shooter uh, with elements, sorry, with roguelike shooter gameplay elements at its core. The player is tasked to explore what lurks beyond the dangerous steps of the fog in an effort to resolve a conflict that threatens their home. Each run will have players punching, throwing, shooting to get through floors of enemies and bosses to reach the end. We want to feel, well, sorry, we want you to feel what the combat is like in a Western saloon and suddenly a bar fight just broke loose. What would you do? Out of ammo? Look around and find whatever you can. Maybe there's a bottle, something nearby that you could use to whack and smack an enemy around. Too scary? Well, then you could sneak past enemy encounters and look around for various equips and abilities to improve your odds. This was the first game shown, and it very much had that Western saloon, you know, not to say cel-shaded, but it, it, it reminded me of games like borderlands type of aesthetic to them sure. kyle mm -hmm. um i'm always down for a roguelike i'm always down for a first person shooter the combat here looked exceptional and this is a playstation vr 2 game so this is one of five that was shown off i want to know what you think i'm all in i thought what was shown here i am i am day one sold what about you yeah i'm a yay um with the caveat of me not doing a lot of first-person shooters in VR. Oh, really? So, or, or really any kind of shooting in VR. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know why. I just haven't done many of them. Hmm. So it's a yay. I'm excited. It looks super cool. I just don't know if I, if that kind of um, fast-paced kind of combat I'm going to gel with in VR. Fair enough. I, I think it's interesting to have a game that's a roguelike game in VR. And you're right. I don't know how the combat could translate, though it looked really nice uh, that we saw the snippets of. Yeah. I'm, I am concerned because it's a roguelike that it's not going to help me as much as other VR games do because, you know, because you're in VR, sometimes when you're holding a gun, it kind of wobbles or shoots or veers to the left or veers to the right. So, you know, some games help you by going, no, 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 here, you want to shoot right yeah. here. So yeah. I, I wonder if it's not going to hold your hand as much. And I, I wonder if that'll hurt the game. But from what I've saw so far, I dug it. And there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing like the blues on a you know, blues track over a, over a Western. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. It just, like, they go hand in hand. So it was I'm, a cool trailer. Yeah, I'm all in. Once I saw how you reload the the revolver, it just the cartridge pops out. And you just pop another one in and then just slam it back. It's like, yeah, all right, that looks yeah. that looks dope. That looks dope. So this is a yay for me. Yeah. Yay as well. I said, oh. I said yay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, I didn't hear. You. I didn't hear you. All right, Kyle. What about the next one? 
Uh, Synapse from Endream Studios, launching later this year. Synapse is the result of this hard work combining brutal firepower, expressive one-to-one telekinesis, and an iconic art style. On top of this, the game has been created from inception to be a PSVR 2 only experience. I don't know about you, Joe, yeah. but I'm in. This is a yay. <laughs> And I said it when we were doing a live react. It reminds me of like control the game, yeah, uh, or just the combat. Um, and I love the like gray scale mono monotone colors in the environment, but the enemies are like this bright neon colors. Yeah. I think that's going to look so cool in VR. Yeah, and I'm I'm so down. What some of my favorite things, which we'll get to later, of what we played in VR two so far, are just goofing around, doing silly things like throwing things up and catching them in the air. Yeah. So any kind of like telekinesis that I can just pull and throw, like, sign me up. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm I'm right there with you. When you said uh, this looks like control, I'm like, that's what that's the aesthetic that I was looking for because it's yeah. it's more than just like force grab and force push. Like you can oh, you can yeah. literally explode people with your like bare knuckles like you could just paralyze them um and yeah the color palette is like so like saturated like Mm -hmm. the cool thing about it is you find that everything's like yeah grayscaled until you see things that you could blow up or manipulate are colored so like you know you you have the explosive barrel obviously it's it's red when your gun is shooting and it's shooting a lot you see actually the gun starting heating up or starting to heat up like it it's really awesome. I, I dig the abilities here and the way that they showed off this game. I'm also right off the bat, two yays on this list. And maybe yeah. that's just because I'm so hyped about PlayStation VR two, but there was something here that this, this looked really Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and dreams might I add a great VR studio house. So great working. It, this <laughs> looks stellar. All right. Uh, Green Hell VR, this comes from Incuvo, become Jacob Higgins, a famous anthropologist who finds himself lost in the Amazon jungle, surrounded by various dangers, equipped only with his watch, a backpack, handy survival guide. They always come, always, with a handy survival guide. They're always handy. That's that's what always makes it off the plane crash, right? Yeah, every single time. Yeah. No questions asked. I mean, come on. Uh, He must endure and make it back to civilization. Take on the thrilling challenge and see how long you can last in green hell of the rainforest. Craft various tools, weapons, fight back against predators, chop down trees, heal yourself, or catch a fish in the treacherous river. Build shelter and grab a bow and get ready to survive. Uh, This is my first name. This is also my first name. Uh, I don't know. To me something just kind of fell off about maybe the, the, the trailer wasn't to my liking, but something fell off about the combat. Um, like there was like a tiger that like jumps out through a, through a mm-hmm. bush. And I just, I don't know. It, it, it felt, it felt to me more like a PSVR one game. Okay. And respectfully. And once you get survival elements in a game, if it's not a survival horror game, I think I'm out. Yeah, so, I mean, th- that's why I'm a nay as well, because okay. I'm not a survival game Boy. person. Fair. I just don't I just don't enjoy that kind of game for yeah. me. So that's why I'm out. All right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, what we're, so- we're, we're kind of starting to f- uh, we're like Shark Tank right now. <laughs> we're out. Sorry, I can't do it. I'm out. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. The toilet that flushes itself. Sorry. We're out. No, sorry. Mm-mm. Sensors all off. All right, Kyle. 
journey to the foundation from uh, is it archaic. Oh, okay. Is it sure? That's not archaic. I can't. I can't read. Are archaic? Archaic. I probably butcher that one 80 years following the release of this epic sci-fi book series archaic is bringing the world of isaac asimov's foundation to life in vr the groundbreaking saga that has been incredibly influential on science fiction having shaped much of what we see today adapting asimov's work into an immersive vr narrative adventure has been an incredible journey for our team and we can't wait for people to experience it firsthand in this story rich world players are plunged into an epic journey through an area of space called the periphery where relationships will be strained loyalties will be tested and they must decide which factions will rise and fall in this game the future is in your hands my hands uh yeah this is a really famous book series um that inspired the likes of like star wars so like star wars is inspired by the foundation and dune um that being said the foundation also from what i understand an excellent show on apple tv oh okay but because i'm a may like it looks good but i uh, there's just something about it right now that i'm not completely sold for me i'm out buzzer buzzer me out can't do it what I'm, about you i am also a nay okay and i don't know why fair it just it, nothing from that trailer was like kyle play me yeah uh, uh the the isaac asimov foundation thing is just not something that was eye-catching to me because mm-hmm. i didn't i don't you said it was a very well-known book series. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so it's just not doing much well, for me. Well, not to say you're like super famous, but it's like if you walked into it's, a Starbucks and go, oh, have you seen the latest Star Wars? You're like, <laughs> A bunch what? of screenwriters will look up from their yeah. MacBooks and be like, what are, what are you talking What? Of course. Star Wars? Come on. Uh, Foundation really inspired the series. <laughs> you know? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'm on book three right now. It's just very pejorative, yeah. <laughs> you love using that word. Yeah, <laughs> you use that in the other show too. No idea what it means. <laughs> Couldn't even tell you. <laughs> Let's All see. Right. Let's see. Kyle, Has this Joe one. been using the word correctly. Yeah. Well, you look it up. You want me to read Expressing this? Expressing contempt or disapproval. So yeah. Oh uh, right, yeah. There you go. Shallow and pedantic. Kyle, this this one's this one's just for you, bud. Take it. Oh away. yeah, 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 yeah. I, plus, I'd rather read this so you don't you know crap on this type of game uh before your eyes goodbye world games a first person narrative adventure which tells the story of your soul's journey into the afterlife using a new and innovative form of interaction your real life blinks i played this game on pc a year and a half ago a year um and on there the webcam tracked your eyes and every time you blinked it moves on to a completely different scene so it's literally your flat your life is flashing before your eyes hence the name of the game Um, it is incredibly moving. It's powerful. It tells an amazing story. Cried like a baby. So if that sounds like a game that you're into, a strictly narrative thing, this is a no-brainer, and I cannot wait to play this in VR. I know that sounds weird. I know that sounds crazy to the likes of Joe and probably many other people that I want, can't wait to cry in VR. Yeah. Um, but the, the story is so good. Uh, I, I want more people to play it, so... This is a huge A for me. I'm happy that you like this. I'm happy that you're into it. I'm happy that you're going to experience it in VR. Um, I just don't know why you want to be sad all the time. But like when you read the synopsis, I'm like, Kyle, why do you want to experience it? <laughs> the lights going out, man. Like, no, did you, 
you know, have, have, a, have a laugh, have a cry. I don't know. But uh, for me, I'm actually going to say yay You just well. said have a cry. Like a good one, though. Like, <laughs> like you laugh so hard, tears came out, you know? I'm not saying every single memory in this game is a sad one. All right. Okay. It could be happy memories. But I'm going to say know. yay because, honestly, I, I like the concept a lot. I really do. And it's I'm not, very cool. You know me. I'm anti-sad boy game. Yes, anti -sad, I know. Anti-sad boy. Give me yeah. good feels. Yeah. But this might be the exception because I I really do dig the concept. That's like a, That really is something like I've never heard before. It's like, hey, control this game by just blinking. That's it's awesome. Moving, it's moving games in the way technology is implemented into games yeah. forward, Yeah, which is cool. All right. Next one, Kyle. Yeah. Destiny 2 Lightfall Cinematic Trailer. Let me tell you something, Kyle. It was provocative. Got it got me going. going. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. And I asked the community here, is Lightfall the good entry point for a big boy like me that's been out of Destiny for years now? Can I jump back in? Do I need to read like a, like a you know, this is Bife, you know, summary to catch me up to speed in the story because everything that i saw here it looks it looks as a kid say fuego it's fine yeah so i i'm in like this looked awesome I don't yeah know. oh it, it it looked awesome it's a yay for me don't know if i'll play it okay not for any other reasons just because there's so much to play fair enough uh but yeah it looks incredible i love that cinematic a lot then here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna say not that you're you're abstaining from the nay. It's not a like it it might as well be a nay. I'm just gonna say it's a yay for me because I plan on buying this. You know what I mean? Oh like, okay. these are I games that just, I know I'm gonna My understanding of EA is like, are you excited about it? Yeah, no, no. I, I mean like excited enough you're gonna throw down some cash. Fine. Okay, then you can put a nay for me then. That's right, fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's fine. It's not from lack of uh excitement about it though. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Yeah. You liked it. Yeah. Got you going as well. Blood flow, I don't know. I can't judge. But Kyle, here's a game that I know you're psyched Nips for. can cut glass when I was oh. watching that. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Hey. Kyle, I do declare. <laughs> to Chia <laughs> from uh, Awa Seb. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing is how the dev is said. It's an open world sandbox adventure inspired by our homeland of New Caledonia. It's infused with all aspects of New Caledonian culture. We recreated iconic landmarks, populated the world with the local wildlife, and even told the story using local languages with all characters voiced by local talent. Day one release with PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. This is a yay yeah. for me. Yeah, It looks gorgeous. Yep. And I love how they it it's based in their homeland yeah and everything is tailored to a, a place in the world that not many people know about i certainly don't and yeah. i'm excited to learn about it through this really cool game where you are traversing through nature and transforming into animals that are are local and looks cool it looks really it looks like a a cute little like uh wind waker-esque yeah. aesthetic yeah. where yeah. it's not focused on combat from what we see it's just focused on traversal exploring this rich beautiful world transforming into things like mm -hmm. you could transform into like like a fish you could transform into a bird and what i love is you could go on top of a tippy top mountain jump right off and then you have a little glider that you could use to fall back down to earth you know i'm yep. gonna play the crap out of that just for that feature alone yep. this is a really this is a really cute game and you know what yep. i'm into kyle i'm not into sad boy games i'm into i'm into cute games so i'm gonna say yay on this 
Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. and it's uh, following in the stray footprints and uh, day one on PS Plus. Day one for for was extra and premium. Yep, yep. I always confuse those because we don't talk about it much. But no, but it looks like we're gonna <laughs> cool. start because yeah, to just break up the monotony here of this of the state of play breakdown, it's time to get into a little bit of flash news. Gotta run fast. Gotta run fast. Oh, no, shit. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for March was announced here for the essential games for March, and they're available on March 7th. Battlefield 2042, Minecraft Dungeons. So mom and dad are talking, guys. Oh, they're talking. PlayStation and Xbox. Hey, you want Minecraft? Here you go. Looks like things maybe are moving. Who knows? Code Vein on PS4. I'm hyped. This is a great month for March. Great month. PlayStation Plus Extra slash Premium. Tachia on PS5, PS4, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection on PS5, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Why haven't you played this yet, y'all? Oh my God, play it. So good. PS5, PS4, Rainbow Six Extraction, maybe hold off. PS5, PS4. <laughs> and what, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? And yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo on PS5. Which I guess we'll talk about my time with it next week just because we're running a little bit. Oh, late. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I platinumed it. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, it's okay. All right. But another example of like Microsoft and PlayStation talking to each other. Yeah. That is a Bethesda thing now. And you know, I, you know, I love it when mom and dad talk. I love yeah. it. All Communication right. makes the world go round. Now, here's the next game on the list. Ready? Sure. Yeah. Humanity by Enhance. These are the same folks behind Tetris Effect, Connect, uh, and Res Infinite. In a world where humanity is lost, without soul, without intellect, without their will of their own, the fate of all mankind rests upon the wits and determination of a lone savior, you. Oh, did I mention your cute little Shiba Inu, which is a cute little ghost pub? Yeah. Uh, God, I, I can't describe this game. It's a oh. weird puzzle game where I'm controlling the masses of humanity to, to move objects. To others? I think, and to solve puzzles. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this is, so I can't make a call. So I'm just going to say nay. Yeah. I'm also going to say nay. Cause but, I don't, I'm intrigued. The music is awesome. I yeah. lo- love the studio. I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting, um, Tommy Katamari. Yes. Vibes. Yes. Where it's a game. I don't understand what I'm doing, but I'm sure I would have a great time with. Absolutely. I think it's also going to be in VR, I think. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have no idea. But once I find out more, I'll, I'll maybe dive into this. Yeah. So I need to learn more. Before PS5, right? I believe so, yeah. So this yeah. may be like a re- like a remaster of the, akin to the touches are connected and stuff. Mm, I don't think it came out, though. Oh, all right. Did it? I don't, know. I don't know. But you know what is coming out that's been long delayed? And Go I called it. it. Go for it. I called it Goodbye Volcano High from Co-op. It's right around the end of the school year, so hopefully no exams will keep you away from the dino drama. Um, It is in the same vein of a a Telltale game. It's a narrative-based game. You make choices, but you're all teenage dinosaurs um, who are in a band. It is... The animation is gorgeous. The art is gorgeous. And it's music-based... Um, because you're you're in a band. There's like music, there's uh, a little rhythm, rhythm mini games, elements yeah. and whatnot. Um, I'm so excited they finally showed up because they had a restart development. Yeah. Uh, recently, 
uh i'm so in and with the release date of june 15th i think mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. um yeah that's a great summer game so yeah i'm in yeah though it's not for me and maybe i'll try it out down the line i yeah. have to give it up the animation work is stellar um it's amazing so goodbye at volcano high respectfully it's a, a respectful nay because you do yeah. look good now yeah. that's sad Naruto X Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm by Bandai Namco. Let's go. Let's do this, Kyle. Now, I'm not going to alienate how, our audience by me not I knowing I love things. how this is the one that you got to read. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Fair. To celebrate the 20th anniversary of Naruto's anime debut and fans who supported the series enjoying themselves as their favorite ninjas, the game will contain additional new characters on top of the 124 what? playable characters appeared in Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Baruto. Can we con... What's- <laughs> Guys, that title... <sighs> All right, that will make its largest roster out of the series. Let me tell you, if you have 124 characters you've met along the way in a show, you got some problems. That's you it. Got some narrative problems. That that that's a uh, that's more than a Smash Brothers. Yeah, Smash Brothers. Each I I have no idea what this they game said, is. They said everyone was there. I think everyone's here. Everyone's here in Naruto. I I don't know. So have fun. Have fun. That's all. I'm not. <laughs> Not gonna yuck your yum because Absolutely I'm not. dumb and ignorant. It's not my thing. I I haven't seen a second of Naruto. Exactly. I haven't played any of the Naruto fighting games. I know I sold right. a bunch when I worked at GameStop. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's a no for me, but it's cool. So this is they're not the this one's not the pirate one, right? <laughs> no, that's One Piece. If I if I my I'll just take your word for correct. it. Yeah, I'll just yeah. take your word for it. All right. One, one Piece May. was the RPG that came out, right? One Piece Odyssey? Kyle. I think it's the pirate one. I got no ideas. <laughs> I got, I got, I got no... waifus running through my head. I know. I don't know which one's which. But you know what we're about to have? Oh, Cthulhu. baby. RPG. Cthulhu Goodness. babies running in our head. Go for it. Baldur's Gate 3 from Larian Studios. The land of Faerun is under siege by a hostile and otherworldly force known as Mind Flayers. Their army expands with every brain they infect with parasitic tadpoles, a creature that now wriggles deep within your own mind. You're becoming one of them, a monster feared across many worlds. But as their corruption grows within you, so do mysterious new powers. And it's coming out October 31st, Previously only on PC. The August, Previously August only... 31st. I said August. Did I say said, April? Uh, no, I thought you said October. Oh, no. Uh, I meant August 31st. Yeah, sorry. August 31st. Uh, previously uh, PC, early access, all that stuff. Stadia. Stadia. Um, seems like it's only on PlayStation mm-hmm. console-wise. Yeah, so they as confirmed. Of as of now, probably timed exclusive. But uh, PS5 and PC, August uh, 31st ARPG glory Baldur's Gate is a renowned ARPG people love this series this, this will be my first get. one uh, yeah. and a huge get for PlayStation for sure this is a studio that I truly believe they should lock down and a franchise they should lock down as well because this 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 looks awesome this is something definitely up my alley and in a yeah. year where we're getting Diablo 4 we are also getting Baldur's Gate 3 yeah. Uh, praise be, you'll, praise be. You'll hear in the demo interview uh, that that is my like dream D and D VR game. Yeah, this is my dream D and D game. Ooh wee, 
because it has D&D mechanics. You roll an actual dice. It has the numbers, 20-sided die, critical successes, critical failures, character sheets, and, and stat. It's just... Mwah. It's so in-depth. So, so in-depth. Yeah, go check it out. There's gameplay already there. This game has been live yeah. for a while in beta. Yeah. Check it out. It's There's a lot to it. We're doing a it's disservice. It's a big time sink. It's a big huge time, time sink. sink that I'll be yeah. sinking a whole lot of time into. Yep. Kyle. This one, Wayfinder, Airship Syndicate, great studio. Wayfinder is a character-based action, online action RPG that takes place in a shared world we call Enivore. Enivore is a shattered by, is shattered by destructive and chaotic force called the Gloom, and you must harness the power of a Wayfinder to control the chaos. You'll join forces with friends uh, and powers and embark on the endless adventures you discover in Enivore, lost zones, and resources to craft new items, weapons, and Wayfinders. This kind of gave me, um, kind of gave me like Monster Hunter esque vibes. It's like, hey come out with your ma- merry band of friends and go out into this overworld and shoot a whole yeah. bunch of stuff. It was a little bit slow paced for me. So honestly, to make a long story short on this one, it's a nay for me. It is also a nay for me. Just not my kind of game. Yep. Yep. All right, Kyle, take it, uh, take it away here. Sure. Street fighter six from Capcom. They unveiled three new fighters. Zangief, the Russian wrestler, Cammy, the British uh, fighter, spy. Yep. I forgot what Cammy is. It's Street Fighter 6. Along, uh, they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly and, uh, what they were doing. Along with the exuberant newcomer, Lily, who looks cool. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. Uh, I'm not a Street Fighter guy. So as no. much as this is, I want to say yay, this is a nay just because I'm not a fighter guy. But by no means does this speak ill to what we saw because it looked awesome and i yeah. love zangief and we saw blanca which is the best street fighter so yeah, why which do you need somebody to in, anymore somebody in chat said that he was announced a while ago we must yes. have missed it um Most of. it's a day for me street fighter and fighting games are just not my thing Fair. uh the the move sets though looked cool talk about it talk about they it looked cool right. fair enough cammy yeah. respect and we shall simp respectfully all right kyle next one here Resident Evil 4. New trailer. Capcom, of course. Y'all know this game. It's a, I mean, it's it's one of the most influential games of all time. We don't need a description. All I can tell you is, y'all, if you're a huge Resident Evil 4 fan, um, this trailer did for you what the Dead Space trailer did for me. I saw yeah. all these places I've been to before, been terrified of, now new improved game looks freaking great yep just absolutely great and a demo is out soon this is an absolute yay for me kyle oh huge yay for me as well even though i have issues with the original four because we played it recently uh it's still a little too action forward for my taste fair uh but i hope i get a little bit more spooked and obviously the enemies and the uh las plagas looks way more intimidating uh, creepier and intimidating in this remake so i'm i'm so in i cannot wait and a a friend of the show joseph yaden every single day he puts (laughs) puts out uh when it's like countdown of resident evil like 30 days away 30 days too long (laughs) so like it it definitely feels like it's too long i cannot wait to play this 
honestly, it, it, I, I hope he gets a chance to review this game. I hope yes. he gets a chance to come on the show and talk to us about oh it. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. I know how much that man loves that game. So Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And now, Kyle, the game that was the premiere, the showcase. Um, 15 minutes. 15 whole minutes. Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League by Rocksteady, an even closer look into the world of Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Then come to meet our team and behind-the-scenes featurettes that take us through the squad, out of Arkham Asylum, and into DC's a City of Tomorrow, Metropolis. Ooh-wee. Well, guess what? We're taking you backstage, baby. So here's what we know. Kyle, A, this is years after Arkham Knight. Yeah, I believe five. Five years. Five yep. years. How do you feel about that? They, Love it. Okay, cool. Because we didn't know. Remember? They, they, no, they, they did. They said it. They said it, but we didn't know if they meant it because it was oh. so long since their original reveal where they said, yeah, this is oh, going to okay. be in the Arkhamverse. I've, I've, I've been uh, um, locked into that from the beginning. Fair. So, yeah. All right, Kyle. Here's where the internet is. Can, can, the internet. Yeah. You know, I'll let you go and I'll say my thing. Yeah, fair, well, fair enough. Combat. Uh, Rocksteady wants to put a focus on uh, what I consider, or what I call, the handshake. Combat meets traversal. So they yeah. want you to move. They want you to fight. They want the movement and fighting to be in synchronicity with each other. So, for example, Captain Boomerang, his big thing is teleporting while just mm -hmm. ropo-doping his enemies. Uh, Harley Quinn's thing is she is just like a ballerina in the air. She's just flying through the air, shooting people uh, you know, on the fly, all that type of stuff. Uh, Deathshot has a jetpack where he's able to maneuver around. We didn't see much of Deathshot or Deadshot. And then King Shark... Who let's put respect on King Shark because oh, yeah. I love that they're making King Shark a prominent thing. Yeah. God bless King Shark. We yeah. stand for King Shark, and I'll even say it: we may simp a little bit for King Shark. As <laughs> <laughs> grass in a fash, Kyle. Uh, King Shark gets to jump in the air and just make like this cosmic like, like cannonball. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's actually the best analogy. So he's like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Um. The combat itself, for me, I'm going to get some flack. I know I'm going to get some flack. Yeah. I loved it. It was like Sunset Overdrive meets the original Crackdown. That's what it reminded me of. When I saw, like, the, you know, Brainiac's minions and all that, it reminded me for, like, of the infected of Sunset Overdrive mixed with how Sunset Overdrive did its verticality. How it did its traversal to fight you know, folks. It's like, how can I not love what I saw here? Because if I can't get a you know Sunset Overdrive 2, God bless, I guess this will have to do. So yeah. I want to know what you, you think of the, the combat, man. Yeah. Um, wasn't blown away by it. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, Go to heck. Little bummed that all the enemies seem similar. Okay. And everything's purple. Uh, that is that is one thing that bums me out. Um, I get it; they're all brainiac little like underlings, so they gotta have a theme, gotta stay on brand. <laughs> I get right. it. Um, but when it comes to the combat, like I'm, I'm excited to try it out because I like Rocksteady, and to see. Let me get on my soapbox real quick Please. to see people on online immediately afterwards talk about how like. 
they went from giving us three of the best combat action heavy Arkham game or superhero action adventure games uh, ever to this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, they're extremely talented. Let Absolutely. them do their thing. You're not playing it. You don't know how good it feels. If it's if it to you, does it look like it's your thing? Fine. I have no issue with you. Where I do have an issue with is you talking crap about the devs so openly. Mm. This is a huge celebration for Rocksteady. They're showing what the gameplay is. Yeah. And and I know I can't escape it. Uh, people are like, oh, the game looks like garbage and trash. And like I've seen that from multiple different people. Yeah. And we, we the state of play was like two hours ago. And it's just nonstop berating this game. I'm just saying, if it's not for you, it's totally fine. Yes. Every negative thing that comes into your brain does not need to be said on social media. <laughs> I think you know News what it flash. is. You know, it, it's <laughs> yeah. So it's not like what I'll say is this: it's it's we could be like critical, but like being thoughtful. And I feel like yeah. the reaction is always like, "Hey, I got only 280 characters. Let me just make it simple here. It's bad." Um, and I think we can, like, you could look at it and go, well, it looks like Sunset Overdrive meets Crackdown. Yikes, I'm out of here. Yeah. But, like, to me, we can, we can make those boilerplate statements, but let's back it up with something else. So, for yeah. you know, did this thing blow my socks off? I loved it. It wasn't the most amazing thing I've ever seen. But you're right. I also know the pedigree of Rocksteady. You know, I know what that they... Little- the little story beat of Wonder Woman and Flash when he, I flashed around with the lasso. Yeah. And she's like, tell me how to stop it. And she's so adamant. She's, like, she's adamant. And yeah. to hear Flash say, Gotta kill us. you have to kill us. Like that got me. And that's why I'm playing this game because yeah. I want a rock steady DC Batman universe story being told to me. I want something, you know, I, I, I want something different from them. I, I think yeah. what people were expecting is, Hey, this is rock steady. I want a Batman game. I sure. was like, you know, yeah. I, I want this beat em up. And it's like, no, no, people that's not gorilla kills on the horizon. Like it's completely different. Exactly. And I think for, for me, it, it, it really, it really is that like rock steady made you the game that you wanted with Batman, yeah. right? They made three of them, three of them. They're stellar. Just because this is different from Batman doesn't mean it's it's bad. It's awful. Again, you could be critical if it didn't do it for you. It didn't do it for you. I can't. Yeah. You know, this is obviously a vertical slice that they wanted to show you. So obviously yeah. it was up to par for them. But if it didn't do it for you, it didn't do it for you. But I, I, I feel like we are. How can I say this? When. We're quick I, to judgment. Quick to judgment. Um, and I think when it comes to like state of plays, I feel like as a whole, we're like the, the bizarro PlayStation podcast. Cause if yeah. it's a good state of play, we yeah. normally are like, yeah, it was all right. If it was the quote unquote bad state of plays, it's like, no, we loved it. This one, I, I again, I liked the combat yeah. rock doing something different and it's not like it's out of their wheelhouse because no. a, they've worked with DC in the past, obviously with Batman, they're great at melee combat for sure, but their pedigrees also in shooters. Yeah. So when I take a look at what they're making here, it's like, yeah, it's, it's them doing what they're good at with the property that they're really good at. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. This thing looked nothing like Marvel's Avengers and not to give a, a slight to Marvel's Avengers, because when that game closed down, it was a competent game. 
Yeah. So I, I hate when it's just like, oh, superheroes, you know, games of service, Marvel's Avengers. It's like, can we can we think a little bit deeper on this? So for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the the things that it, it it's doing differently, and I think it's learning from, uh, you know, games like Marvel's is of uh, Avengers is not offering you, you know, it, it, different classes because it's doing that. Like Harley Quinn plays very much differently to to Captain Boomerang, yeah. definitely different than Deadshot, definitely different than mm-hmm. King Shark. Something that we wanted to make these characters yes. feel more unique. That yes. Marvel's Avengers, I feel like, didn't do that. And for Gotham me. Knights didn't do that. And Gotham Knights didn't do that. Um, it's also offering customization. So the really I, cool thing yeah. about this game is uh, weapons all look different. They all act different. And they're sets. So you could get a quote-unquote Bane set. And instead of having like just cosmetics that look Bane attire, it's also giving you Venom abilities that you get to spew on people. So, you know, having a Harley Quinn that has Bane armor or, you know, I don't know, Superman armor on for whatever reason that has a unique Superman ability and then mix it up with her, you know, sniping one minute and going close up with SMG the next is exciting to me. I. The thing that somebody said in chat, and I should have wrote this down and made note of it, but it's been sticking with me since we watched it, and why I'm I'm thinking now of the combat being more excited thinking about this is it's literally Borderlands. How's that? Each different sets of guns. Each gun set is known for a different thing. True. Uh, The powers are attached to that. You got manufacturers, and and each manufacturer is a little different. I'm now more getting into it, and it's it's less of me being afraid of what Gotham Knights did and where they went super into it and like adding percentages of boost on everything right. and just felt too, too much. But if they keep it to like the smaller things and each gun has an ability and different cooldowns and things like that, mm-hmm. I can be more in. So yeah. I'm trying to, I'm hoping for now a Borderlands S kind of loop. I actually, I, I like I like that analogy too because now, no. yeah. When you first said, I'm like, Borderlands, are you are you yeah sniffing glue? No, that makes terrific yeah. sense, man. Like, yeah, the different manufacturers, how the classes are very unique from each other. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing, Kyle. It has a battle pass. Cosmetics only. I hate it. Oh, sorry. So worst, it's the worst thing in the world. Are you telling me they're not locking content away behind exp- expensive, uh, you know, expansions? Like a Destiny? Yeah. I'll call out Destiny. <laughs> All right. You're telling me this game's doing something different while offering, you know, things that we like, like more content for free? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally telling you that. I'm totally telling you that Rocksteady has decided their uh, history of Arkham games where every couple of months they uh, give out uh, free uh, upgrade or free different costumes of Batman. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, uh, suit packs. Yeah. But now they're just all grouped together into a battle pass. I like, so you've been doing this for years. It's so you're not telling me skill. you're t- no, 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 Kyle. You're telling me that they're not pulling a Marvel's Avengers and locking superheroes behind these battle passes, and instead just no, offering just, pure cosmetic fun. Yeah, just cosmetics. That's it. And this is a choice. It's, a it's choice. not being forced on me. Nope. All right, I'll believe when I see it, bud. <laughs> uh, it's always online. Okay. Even if you're playing single player. Here what? It's like it needs to connect to the server to know what type of gear you're rocking. And in 2023, the year of which we live in, we're all connected, baby. I don't I, see the problem in this. I guarantee you, you have played a game in the last six months that have done this. 
like uh, uh, just an example, Borderlands 3 was one of these things. Yeah. It had to connect before you could hop in. That's right. And, you, and like, well, Kyle, you know what game I played in the last year that didn't have this? What? Animal Crossing. You know what oh. Animal Crossing didn't have? The ability oh, to my. make another goddamn <laughs> island. <laughs> yeah, th- listen, is it a bummer? It's not, Sh- sure. It's not a huge deal, though. But it's not, making it yeah, out to be. it's not the, the end of the world. And, of course, story beats here. Uh, story is, again, you, you said it earlier, so I won't re- repeat yeah. it. It's why we're here. Uh, it looks stellar. Good guys turn bad guys. We got to stop them. Villains yep. are heroes. Up is down. Cats and dogs getting together. It's crazy. It's madness. And I'm really interested to see where Wonder Woman's going because she is not infected from what we know. No. Nope. She is going through some shit, though. So yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Now, Kyle. It's a yay. It's a yay for me. A huge yay. So much so, Kyle, that I'm going to just say al- this. It's also weird, though. Tell me. Not available to pre-order anywhere yet. Not yet. I'm going to get the collector's edition, though. Oh, that's why I looked. <laughs> Just like <trying> to <laughs> it. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Here's some reactions for the show. Again, we'll take it one by one. Clear Wings XYZ writes, I thought it was a great show. I don't like Suicide Squad, but it didn't detract from a cool game shown off. RE4 remake, SF7, or 6 remake, or sorry, remake, SF6 are big highlights. Super excited for them. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bowser, decent show. Some new VR stuff that interests me. Glad to see Chia. Absolutely. Uh, I love the focus of VR here. You're, let's celebrate VR together with things that are coming this year. Something that we talked about on last week's show. Excellent. Stone Cold E.T. Overall, I don't think many of these games were for me, but that's okay. Suicide Squad looked beautiful and frenetic, but I want to wait on reviews before making a decision. How dare you be rational, Stone Cold? How dare you? Only kidding. Thank you so much. Also, nervous that it appears that you always have to be online to play, even in uh, single player uh, plus where this is a battle pass. I'm sorry. I totally read that wrong, but I got to keep going because we're running late. I kind of wish we could have gotten a purely single player Superman or Wonder Woman game instead. Don't worry. Wonder Woman's coming. Wonder Woman's coming. It's there. It was a nice monolith. Monolith, baby. And can I get a hell? Yeah, boys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, I would love a Superman game. I wonder yeah. who would tackle that, though. It's tough. It's tough. But yeah, I like what uh, I saw here. Yeah, don't, don't be so nervous. Uh, it, it, you can still play single player, but I, I get what you're saying. I get it. I get what you're saying. You'll be it. all right. Yeah, you're going to be okay. Uh, Green Gorilla Gamer writes in, Sup, boys? Sup, boys? State of play was meh. All right. I do have some titles I'm excited for, and so I'll just share them. Out of all the five VR titles, Green Hell has me the most oh. hyped for my love of survival games. Destiny, Lightfall, Mother Fs, let's <laughs> F and go. I like how Human- he censored himself. Yeah. Like Humanity it. and RE4 look cool, but the big gun, Suicide Squad, kill that gosh dang Justice League day one purchase for me, and the squad LMAO. That looks awesome. I'm super excited for the story. The characters look great and nice to hear. The battle pass is only cosmetics. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So overall, Kyle, let me get this down right here, right now. I should have done yeah. this while you were while you were talking. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. we have Foglands. That's a yay from both of us. Synapse. Yeah. That's a yay from both of us. Uh-huh. Uh, Green Hell, which was a nay from both of us. Uh, Journey the, to the Foundation. Nay. A goodbye. Uh-huh. Vulc- oh, sorry. Uh, Before your eyes is a yay from uh-huh. both of us. Destiny 2 is a yay for me. Uh, Tachia is a yay for both of us. Mm-hmm. 
PlayStation Plus, I like that. Humanity, no. Goodbye, Volcano High, that's for you. Naruto yep. X Baruto, oh my goodness, the title's too long though, uh, is a nay. Baldur's Gate 3 is a yay from us. Wayfinder, a nay. Street Fighter 6 is a nay, but respectfully. Resident Evil is a yay. And Suicide Squad, yay. Seven games shown that we're excited for, that we are, or that both of us are excited for and picking up yeah. on day one. Yeah, Here and I day. have eight, and so like... Out of the 16 that were shown, half, half of them were for me. That's huge. Good show. Any, any showcase w- would love to get 50% of interest for one specific person. Absolutely. So That's a dream scenario there. There you go. I, I, I liked the show. Was it the best show ever? No. no. Um, I would have loved to see some PlayStation first party there. And I think but that's why I, I at the end of the day, I rate this a, like a six or a seven. It was good. It was decent. Yeah. I agree. Didn't blow my socks off, but we're nope. going to wait for that showcase. That showcase better blow my socks off for sure. Oh, yeah. If it doesn't. All right, Zach. You'll hear, you'll hear from it here. Uh, you'll hear from my lawyers. You'll, yeah, you'll hear. You'll hear. All right, Kyle. It's time. Are you holding on to something? I hope you are. I hope you are for the love of God. My Lego pen. Prepare the drop. Here, we're dropping our thoughts on the PlayStation VR 2. All right, so enough of the state of play that we liked, and we're probably the only ones that liked it. <laughs> I feel so alone up here trying to be nice. Um, it's time to talk about the PlayStation VR 2, its functionality, the hardware, the software, what we think about it so far. This is our first impressions of this hardware. So let's break it up, okay? Uh, we're going to first talk about the headset itself, then the sense controllers, and then the games. That's how we're going to do this bad boy. You ready, Kyle? I'm so ready. All right. So first things first, let's talk about the build quality of this headset. How comfortable is this thing to put on your head? How much of it is a departure from PSVR 1? Or how much has it really stayed the same? Let's talk about that damn tethered cable. Go for it, Kyle. Let's do it. Um, I like I like it overall. Okay. It fits my head a little weird. All right. Just the, like, it keeps sliding on me. And mm-hmm. I know that's probably my hair issue. Sure. It's not going to be the same for everyone. Like you said, it's, it does really slide. You're diagnosed you. with, uh, with greasy hair syndrome. Greasy hair syndrome. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, like, it is fully tightened and it still slides up. And I'm always constantly adjusting it. So, it's a bummer for me. But there's it's not PlayStation's fault. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I love how small it is. I think PSVR... The front thing was overly big. Very chunky. It was a chunky boy. Very chunky. And uh, I love just how compact this is. I love the the shades Mm -hmm. that really block out everything. The accordion, like, Um, yeah. It's great. Flaps, (laughs) for lack of better words. Huge upgrade from PSVR. Huge upgrade. I, I, Um, I get barely any leaks. Uh, oh light. yeah i get yeah. none i get none um but yeah when it comes to the build i think it's solid really really high quality yeah cable's not getting in the way it's comically long it's <laughs> comically was, long steve was right. I, I notice it but like it's not yeah Whatever. what this thing is Deal able to it. do that the quest isn't is not comparable and anybody yeah. that's comparing yeah. the quest to this is just making themselves look foolish because the quest is it's a hand-me-down at this point in, in terms of visual fidelity and the things that it's it's doing. Holy crap. So I'm not comparing these two because there is none. But from tethered VR that I've experienced to this, this is this is really, this is 
This is really damn good. So, yeah. you know, I love how, first and foremost, when we talk about build quality, something I almost forgot is it'll actually help um, when when it comes to the, the goggles, instead of having to push with your hands and try to get the right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and be afraid to break it. <laughs> eye length. Yeah, and be afraid to break it. There's just a slider. So yep. the goggles will match your eyes perfectly. And to make sure that you have the best sharpness, you just go into the settings and it'll actually, and, and during the setup, it'll actually do this. It'll line up your eyes perfectly right. Yeah. It, awesome. It's so easy to use. One cable. I'm not complaining about it. Nope. That said, let's talk about the haptic features of the headset. Not as crazy as I thought. No, just a slight little... Uh, just a little it's like someone like uh, tossing your hair, yeah. you know, like kind of like give you a little scratch, little, yeah. little shake. It's cool when you turn it on and turn it off. How you'll know is it'll go and it's yep. off. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Or, or like in one of the games we played last night, Demio, that we'll talk about a little bit. Yeah. Uh, whenever your character gets downed, it, it buzzes. Yeah. Which is a nice little thing. But it's yeah, it's, it's not as crazy as I thought it was. No. Thank God. <laughs> I the, think they knew that. Yeah. They, they're like, listen, remember when we first saw I'm like a headshot, how's that going to, it's going to split my head open. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, it's yeah. going to be a kind of yep. instant death. Uh, lenses. These babies are 4k as fuck. Holy crap. They're nice. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome. Uh, screen door effect. You really have to really have to look really have to look. I, I, yeah, I, I think some, some text on menus and stuff. I can see it a little bit, yeah. but when you're in it, like horizon, are you, it is clear as day. Yes. It, it's gone. Like yeah. there is no screen door whatsoever. And to keep on the, the lenses as well, the eye tracking. This is why oh I'm so excited for before your eyes. I would yeah. not play this game if it was not for, for PSVR. I'm going to be honest yeah. because the eye tracking is so impressive. I, you know, I'm going through the menus by just looking. Like, I'm this not is... having to toggle anything. It knows exactly where my eyes are looking. It's yeah. just, it, it blows my mind Do, every time I use it. During the setup process, when you're setting this up, this was my Astro's playroom with the DualSense controller mm -hmm. where like, I'm like eye tracking and, uh, now look at each dot without moving your head. And as you look at each dot, it it changes color and also does like a musical note. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just kept looking around and making different <laughs> song choices. I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> it's so good that I, I'm, I'm serious about this. I want it implemented on the UI like itself. Because oh, the, yeah, yeah. the only bummer about the eye tracking is it's only for certain games. So, like, Horizon yes. takes advantage of it really well. Um, yeah. But for, like, the UI, you can't do it. It's, it's all through the, the little joystick. So yeah. I would love that change because I would love to go through the menu and just look at it through my eye holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. wild. It breaks my brain. And now I understand, like... Oh, my God. There's one game that's, that's coming out soon. Uh, Firewall, right? Where... They're like, yeah, you could just change inventory with your eyes. And I was like, how is that going to work? Guys, it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Just trust me. It's magic. I think uh, that's going to work super well with like shooting in VR, too, because yeah. just look at the enemy. That's the one downside of like um, NFL Pro Era. That doesn't have it, per se, mm -hmm. yeah. or it's it's not as good, right. which I'll get to later. But I wish it was better. All right. All right. Uh, let's talk about the mic and earbuds. Ear yeah. I'm playing with the earbuds. Uh, they sound fine. 
They sound actually pretty they, good. They're pretty good at yeah. blocking out noises. They come with the headset. Yeah. Uh, it supports 3D audio. And it does a really cool thing where it actually just plugs into the back. Yeah. Like this cable right here, this is the headset. And then it has these little cushions that you can kind of just put them in when you're done. Um, I love that it, instead of having like the bulky pulse headset on top. Mm-hmm. And so that way I can just really feel fully immersed. I don't have yeah. to worry about listening to the to the TV or whatnot. And yeah. like last night when we were playing Demio, yeah. I was using the mic to talk to you guys on the headset. So you tell me, how did I sound? Surprisingly really good, especially for like default, like built-in mics. Yeah. Um, you were very loud though. So the first thing you should do when you get the headset is actually adjust the mic uh, to get it just right. I literally, I turned my mic almost all the way down because I was, yeah. I was screaming. I was hooting and hollering through that mic. Yeah. So <laughs> everything here, headset wise, quality stuff. Yeah. Now I want to talk to you about, for what I feel, the star of the show. Real quick. Yes. Are you moving into the controllers? Yeah. Pass-through is a thing. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, I am so um, sorry. Yes. Pass-through is how I started the show and able to see what was going on. Yes. Uh, it's a little button on the bottom of the headset where you can press it, and it will show you what the cameras of the headset are seeing in your room. Mm-hmm. And it's all it's like a gray, fuzzy kind of look. But it's clear enough where you can see where everything is. So if you feel you're too close to a wall or something, you can just quickly press it underneath and you can see where you are in the room. It helps a lot when I put the headset on first to find where the controllers are. Yep. And to kind of re re uh, orientate yourself, reconfigure yeah. where my hands are and how to get my hands in the controller. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fantastic. It's something the Quest did. Yes. Like when you bop out of the boundary, it'll show you what the room is looking at. And I honestly, the only thing that the Quest probably does better, the cameras are a little bit clearer here. Yeah. Um, it is a, a little bit too fuzzy. I feel like I'm like, oh, look at I'm seeing the world like I was my dog. Um, mm. It's interesting. It's cool. And when you first put it on as well, for me at least, it always go through, goes through pass through. It's like, make sure you're holding your controller, you dumb, dumb idiot. I'm yep. like, okay. It's yeah, yeah. Me. Um, and also how you set your playroom. Like, oh, it, yeah, it'll ask you, hey, are you standing up? Or are you sitting down? And if you're standing up, it's just you highlight the room with your controller of here are the areas that that are that I can move yeah. around in. And it'll it'll warn you really well of if you're about to walk in or out of the boundary. So mm-hmm. great work there. Really great. They took you some, can also some good notes. switch or change it up in the setting too, where yeah. uh, the boundary grid lines will pop up. Yep more aggressively or less if you're feeling oh that's cool super brave <laughs> <laughs> and don't have anything nearby that you're worried of breaking yeah. um yeah so there, there's all sorts of settings i think it's called well, a disrespect your surroundings mode <laughs> yeah disrespect your surroundings <laughs> boom controller through a, a, a tv all right now we talk about thank you for catching that and again yeah. pass through is simple it is a button press this yeah. is not difficult reviewers Mm-hmm. Not difficult. I'm not tangling myself via a cable. I, I I can't stress this enough for people like, I can't believe there's a cable. Dude, it's like 15 feet long. Yeah. I'm not tripping over myself. It is the reason why games are looking so amazing. So I'll take the cable. I'll take the yeah. trade off. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the sense controller now. All right. Let's do it. Sorry. Calling out my, my peers in this industry, but Jesus, uh, this controller is a showstopper. 
It is it's pretty cool to me. How do they feel? Phenomenal. And I'm going to be real with you, Kyle. These are one of the most comfortable. I, I'll say it's the most comfortable VR controller I've held. I've held most of them except for the valve index. Um, mm. It, it really makes the Oculus controller look. It's child. Yeah. Childlike. It was already uncomfortable. This thing now, man, I, I hope, I hope meta is uh, taking notes because this it just folds in your hand perfectly it does it is super comfortable i love that the wrist strap is already built in yeah um the the l1 r1 button takes a little getting used to sure uh where you have to really hit it for me it's my middle finger oh uh is how i i access that button which most games use um i have noticed that i have really bad carpal tunnel uh, my hands get fuzzy, numb real quick with these. Okay. And I don't know if it's the haptics. I have to turn that down like I did with the DualSense probably. Fair. But um, it's a bit of a bummer, but that's a me problem. Not everyone will have it. Sure. Uh, the thumbstick, I think, is a little too small. Okay. It's weird. But then again, like, when are you using it? Uh, I'm using it during Horizon. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm not finding it like I'm even using it now. I don't find it in the way I actually could kind of find it. It's a it's a good size for me, at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. overall, I think this is a huge step up from the move controllers. Oh yeah. Huge oh yeah. Step up. Uh now let's talk about the motion. Let me see if I can get it in the charger the right way the first time. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We'll talk about that goddamn charger. Uh hey. the motion and camera tracking. So you don't need a camera with PlayStation VR. Uh everything is tracked actually through the headset itself. So it has a a couple little uh, cameras that spy on these little controllers and that's how it helps navigate. So how a lot of VR is done now that said a night and day difference <laughs> between PSVR one and PSVR two. There has never been a moment where I've lost uh, the controller. Uh, and when it does, it's because it's a gameplay gimmick like horizon where you exchange things by, you know, moving it through the back of your, you know, moving your hand to your back and pulling out the bow. Um, these things are accurate as all get out. Uh, love, love, love it. What about you, Kyle? Have you, uh, have yeah. you lost connection with these bad boys? Uh, w- once, uh, two times. One, there was a crash in Tentacular, and everything kind of dropped. Like, oh, my God, what happening? <laughs> what's happening? I'm falling. What's, yeah. what's going on? Um, and there are a couple times where I've gotten the thing, like, your room isn't bright enough. nothing can be tracked i'm like that's weird because i'm sitting right underneath the light and for you watching the video i don't have the lights this dim when i'm playing so don't don't say that and um it's weird good good that you mentioned that you do need lights on when you're playing it because of the camera um i don't have that because my room's super well lit humble humble brag but good to know uh your room sucks (laughs) good hell how dare you going back uh, real quick to the headset um uh the room the area where yeah. you need to play um most games are fine with like smaller spaces yes there's one game sp- uh, specifically called what's the bat which we'll talk about later it needs six feet by seven inches by six feet by seven inches which is a big space it's a big space which is why my couch is way over there yeah. um i had to move it a great amount to For in order to play bat. So, and that's the only one that needs the room. I think they call it the room scale room boundary. Yeah. Um, as of now, 
Um, so just keep that in mind if you don't have a huge area. Maybe don't plop the twenty dollars down in that game. Sure. Uh, but most games you can play in smaller areas, seated sitting. It, you can like paint your room like Joe was talking. Yeah, and and with that too, uh, you don't need for most of the games. You don't need to move everything twenty feet like some people have been suggesting. Not yeah, the yeah, case yeah. whatsoever. No, no, no. My room is incredibly small, and I've been able to play uh, all VR games without any problem. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm thinking my room is about like the the space that I have. I shit you not is about like four or five feet. That I have to play with this thing, and I'm I'm fine. Uh, so great that you mentioned that as well. Finger tracking. This thing's got finger tracking, y'all. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool. I don't know how they're doing it. This is, a, I think, also. Magic. I don't know either. I, I my favorite thing to do in the beginning of Horizon is just finger like, guns. hey, how you doing? Or <laughs> boom, put a thumbs down or thumbs up. Like this is awesome. It's Real talk. Time. I almost missed the tall neck passing through because I was finger guns and looking. I'm like, I have hands. Same. (laughs) God bless. Uh, The haptics and triggers on these controllers are great. I actually like the vibration, the intensity of both. Um, It doesn't feel what I feel like sometimes the dual sense is a little bit heavy handed. I have not had heavy handedness experience here. Uh, So I don't have the the carpal tunnel issues um, like I usually would do with uh, another controller. That's why I think these are just so damn comfortable. And to mention here too, the R1 is where your middle finger would lie. Um, yeah. And I'm not accidentally hitting it all the time like I am with the goddamn Oculus controller. <laughs> so to me, this controller, again, I, ca- I can't stress it enough. It's It really is so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't have enough good things to talk about it. Uh, yep. Battery, I have not run out yet. I know you, you've had issues, though. Talk yeah, uh, the girls uh, played Job Simulator uh, for the like hour and a half after a full charge. And it already started saying, hey, we're low. Yeah. So that was, I don't know if it's just maybe it wasn't fully charged because of the stand, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's. But then when I think about it, you don't need a, a crazy long charge on these things, because if you're playing VR for four hours straight, you're probably playing Demio. <laughs> you're probably playing Demio. And yeah. also like. You're gonna have a headache afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's the VR is not designed for for marathon playthroughs like Mm-mm. that. So, um, yeah. So let's talk about the last thing, which is a total optional thing, which is yeah, the stand that is fifty dollars that is overpriced. That please don't buy it. It's it bad. looks cool. It looks great. It looks awesome. It looks yeah, like something out of the Matrix. But, um, this thing, I'm thank God. I thought I was Kyle. Can I talk to you for a second? Just whisper uh-huh. in here. Yeah. I thought I was a fucking idiot because i was like why isn't why can i where it there's no tactile oh here here like here's the controller like there, there are it doesn't like just indents. fall into place there are indents but even then it has to hit sit just perfectly right yeah or she just falls over it's really annoying and of course now i'm getting it first try yeah time. it's like now okay now it all right me cool in front of all of oh, our friends. Yeah, sure embarrass yeah. me uh device uh it's it's I guess it serves its purpose. I love that I don't have to use a wire to charge them because, like, I, I think that would be a huge hassle. Yeah. Um. So I do think a device stand like this is, quote unquote, necessary. I think it will save you a lot of time and a lot of stress. Mm -hmm. Um, but maybe wait to see if there are other third party ones. 
on the horizon. I know that there is one currently you talked about that there's like oh that has the headset as on 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 the stand as well. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So overall, that the hardware here and listen, first impressions we they're rosy. I really love this headset. I think it's fantastic hardware, but the hardware may be the best we've ever seen. But it needs good software, right? Uh Mm-hmm. So, Kyle, I want to just quick, not even like impressions, impressions. There's really two games that I want to dive deep in here with you um, about how these games use the functionality of your VR headset. Which ones were okay. your highlights? Which ones were your standouts? For me, for me, I didn't play much with my VR because the ones, the games that I played, I played in depth with. Sure, <laughs> I couldn't get out of them. But for you, you got a you got a whole list of stuff. So let's yeah, let's I wanted lo- I wanted to try off. a whole bunch uh, instead of just talking about a couple things because yeah. I see a lot of people saying like the launch lineup is lacking. There's not a lot there. No. And let me tell you, y'all are wrong. wrong. There's a lot of really good things. Yep. Uh, a quick uh, some of the ones uh, uh, that I only played for a short amount of time, but I think are worth mentioning. Drums rock. It is literally. Guitar Hero drums. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Demon or Bats from Hell are coming down, and those are the notes on the pathway. Um, it literally looks like the Guitar Hero drum set mm-hmm. in front of you with the red, yellow, red, uh, blue, yellow, green stuff uh, on each of the, the the toms, the snare, the, mm-hmm. the cymbals. What um, about Cowbell? And, uh, no Cowbell yet, but okay. who knows? All right, hopefully um, and when the, the, the Hell Bats get to a certain point, that's when you hit them. Obviously, you're trying to go for perfect scores. You got the height meter, just like Guitar Hero, and a score base. Uh, you get bonus points, which is so cool. If you can throw your stick up in the air, and catch, catch it? it, and hit on ba- on beat, oh my you get God. bonus points for that's, that for that's style. Rad. To start the song, you do you hit your drumsticks together one, two, three, and then the song will start. Yes. Um, there are covers covers of songs like okay. so. Uh, Joan Jett's uh, I Love Rock and Roll was the first song I played. It yeah. is a cover. Not a huge deal. They have Evanescence cover, Bring Me to Life. Okay, so uh, it's not like great. the, the quote-unquote real songs. It's not Guitar Hero real songs. Right. It's some it's covers. It's a, lot, it. it's a lot of original music, which yeah. is totally fine. Um, it's cool. Didn't play much of it, but I'm excited to get better at this and and uh, relive my glory days of rock band and Guitar Hero. It's awesome. Nice. nice. Uh, what the Bat, I tried briefly just because it was a big thing uh, with the space um it's awesome it is what i want from vr it's just you are a a a kid with bats's hands and it just drops you in a prompt without telling you anything and you just gotta figure it out oh like it's like (laughs) octodad yeah it's just like okay now you're in a kitchen (laughs) and there's a little trophy that is is popping up Hot out damn. of uh, toasters, like different toasters have a trophy problem. And you have to hit the, you have to figure out, you have to hit the toast. But how are you going to hit the toast? Oh, there's a giant banana on the countertop. You hit the banana, and the banana shoots out of the, <laughs> the peel to hit the different toast. And like, uh, then you go to uh, a preschool because it's the character's life from yeah. the early days. And so, like, you're at preschool with your, your friend, the baby elephant. <laughs> And you have to pick up these shapes that go in the shape holes with two bats. And you got to try to put them in the shape (laughs) hole. And then you have to build a sandcastle and pick up the pail of sand and kind of carefully turn it over and plop it down the sand and pull it back out. It's just like super fun, quick little prompts. Yeah. And it's just a really good time. And it is super clean and crisp. And uh, 
yeah, it's awesome. If you play What the Golf on mobile and whatnot, it's same devs. Awesome. Um, so it's that kind of style. It's great. Uh, Tentacular didn't play a whole lot, but you are not a Kraken. Okay. You're a giant octopus. They specifically say, like, in the loading screens, hey, game uh, reviewers, yeah. it's not a Kraken, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it says. Don't um, use the K word around here. Don't, right? don't say Kraken. We're not a Kraken. Yeah. And uh, you, uh, you're an octopus on your birthday. Yes. Um, and your sister, who's a human, tells you that you're adopted <laughs> and your screen goes red with rage. Like, what? <laughs> and, and you're just you just have these tentacles of, of arms and they have suction cups, you know, so you, that's how you pick things up. Sure. This is a Devolver game joint, everybody. So yeah. like, you it's know a published by them. You know what you're getting. Devolver, you guys are wild. I, I love it. Love it. Uh, you just pick things up. You uh, or. You go to town to the mayor. The mayor says, hey, you need a job now. So then you have to go do like a job aptitude test. Yeah. And that test is like literally you picking up shipping containers and throwing them in the trash <laughs> pile or um, taking shipping containers. It's a lot of shipping containers because yeah. you're at sea um, and putting them in power line, telephone power lines as a slingshot to like knock over things or um, carefully uh, balancing them on like towers sure and then taking selfies but can't show your tentacle hands because right they're trying to make sure like you know that no monsters are working here oh, absolutely. Um, so it's it's just fun quirky <laughs> stuff like that i'm having a great time in that's there. awesome it tentac- tentacle and and uh and what the bat seem like just to we know what we are we're here to yeah. have fun we're gonna yeah. have a good laugh together type games yeah that's um awesome. and a, nfl pro era is my dream nfl game yeah, uh, I, I, you are the QB of your favorite team. Uh, you get to hike the ball. You catch the ball. Defense is rushing at you. Mm-hmm. You Deflate can run out ball. of the pocket you, if you want. Um, you can go under center and shotgun. Uh, you have to catch the ball from the hike. And then you look at the receiver. And uh, once it's highlighted green, they're open. And then you literally just throw it. Um, oh, and wow. you can play a full season with stats and everything. Um, it's cool. It's that one's a little finicky. I haven't gotten the throwing thing down pat. Sometimes I throw it perfectly. Other times I throw it backwards or straight up in the air. So I got to figure out how to do it more, but I'm having a great time. And then obviously the next two, uh, next I want to talk about Tetris effect. Ooh, guys, let's talk about Tetris effect. Religious experience, religious experience here on PSVR two. It is literally the same goddamn game, but I don't know what it is. It's just overflowing with all the Tetrinos just running at you. It's, 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 it's fantastic. I just love Tetris effect more of it. Not going to complain about it. Played a little bit of a kayak VR. Uh, let me tell you something about kayak VR. Yeah. It's a trip. It's relaxing. (laughs) And at the same exact time, you could be like, oh, I just want to tour the island. And you're just like going I, I've through, heard, just relaxing. I've heard a lot of people say that's the game that is like motion sick. I have, Heavy? Not, I have not gotten motion sick yet. Okay, good. Okay. I but, have to try it out still. Like for the races, you will break a sweat with this thing. Awesome. It, that's it, what I want. It is literally a kayak. A kayak. It's, yeah. it's teaching you how to do everything and all I that. I saw somebody on the VR uh, Reddit. Yeah. Uh, say, hey, forget your racing wheels for GT. Seriously. Get yourself a kayak, and they're just sitting in a kayak with the headset on, actually doing the, the Absolutely. motions. Uh, cool. Then, and, and let's talk about it, Kyle. Yeah. Demio. Oh, my God. PSVR 2. Oh, my God. We're going to talk to the devs in just a minute. Yeah. Full stop by this game. It is yep. literally D&D meets chess. Like our, Tabletop. Our friend, 
RPG game, yeah, with uh, with minis and cards for abilities that you just drop on your character. They do the thing. It's so much fun. So much fun. It's like you said. We we dropped in for. We were like, oh, let's play around before our interview, and then two and a half hours go by or whatever it was. Two and, we and were, a half hours. We were just having a good time, strategizing, trying to get out alive. Uh, the best thing, and the dev talked about, it, is uh, one of their favorite things is just hearing everybody's stories of yeah how they play it through because the the levels change and enemy placement changes. All that and good like stuff. how how we ended it, me going on a hero's uh, journey to save us because both you and Logan died, mm-hmm. and I decided to take on uh, the <laughs> goblin chieftain instead of running to the exit and yep. getting a crit and escaping and then stopping for gold on the way. Yep. I think it was just the cap to Added a perfect to the time. It yeah. was amazing. It really is the like the D and D light experience for those of whom who are interested in it. This yeah. is also and and again the the does gonna explain it to Gustav was fantastic. Also non VR uh, uh, mode as well, so you could play in and out of headset um, and crossplay with yeah. other headset with quests and everywhere. It's fan. Fantastic. So if you like turn-based tabletop, this game's up your alley. And even if you don't, I think you're going to have a really great time. This is a fun joint, y'all. And honestly, this is this is the highlight of PSVR 2. Get this yeah. game. It's a fantastic port. Spoiler alert. We're going to do community game nights with this. Yeah. Uh, that's how Abs- much fun we're Absolutely. Having. Full stop. I want to play this game. There like is right no now. platinum? Nope. Trophies were super hard, I think, when I looked. Um, like going through a dungeon by yourself completely yeah. there's no way <laughs> and, and Gustav's just lucky that we found out after the fact that's all I gotta say and last but not least is Call of the Mountain this is Fire Sprite and uh, Gorilla Games Gorilla. baby right here this is the showcase this is supposed to be PlayStation's Half-Life Alex. and um, alright listen I get it I've been sounding like a big PlayStation VR 2 defender tonight that's because I am because I am completely in love with this tech I'm yeah I I'm hopeful hopefully optimistic of where this thing goes um but you know Call of the Mountain kind of landed all over the place it seems like VR enthusiasts dug it where mainstream folks didn't uh-huh. and for anybody that gave this game a six I just want to talk yeah. I just want to have a chat I just want to have just a know. I just want to know. Uh, I, I don't really care about numbers all that much, but no. like, it seems low. Uh, this game's incredible. To me, oh. I am absolutely in love with this game. This is one of the games that I, I, I've played sitting, uh, sitting down, standing up. No matter what, I'm comfortable. And even with a tight space like mine, um, I have enough room to move, navigate, and yeah. overall have a fun time. This is... This is a terrific game. I don't even know where to start. That's how much I'm, the, I'm the loving thing, this game. The, like, I loved it if it was just me on a boat going by the machines in real life and having the watchers kind of search for you while going through the log. And it was super tense. It was great. Seeing the tall neck yeah. literally walk over you and feeling your head rumble from the vibrations. But the thing that sold me, Joe, Tell other me. than the climbing and how seamless it is. Tell me, baby bird. When you get that bow... I know. And you literally have to pull it behind your back and pull it out, and then yep. you pull an arrow from the other side. Yep. For five minutes straight, all I did was boom and just <laughs> Legolas it the whole time. And the thing they have like in game like uh targets. They call yes. them like warning uh, things. Yeah. Uh that is like a, a tr- requirement for a trophy. So just yep. heads up. Uh, I, I was just walking around 
and seeing them, I'm like, oh, there's one. Bam. Yep. I felt so damn cool. <laughs> so awesome. The the combat is like when we talk about it, it sounds like a little simplistic, but it really is intense when you're just trying to dodge and weave like with multiple enemies on screen. I thought it was just one at a time, but when I got like two sun uh, sun beaks and I'm trying to shoot them while they're just flying in the air, shooting at yeah. me, you know, like one shooting at me, one shooting a laser beam where I got a Dutch duck, one guy's diving at me where I got a dodge. It's, it's like I'm playing dodgeball. Um, it, <laughs> it is intense. It's something that you're going to break a sweat in. Um, and even like how you dodge and how you move, I did not like the the movement controls, so oh, I switched I, same. immediately to analog stick. Yep. Where my only complaint here is where when you turn, it's not fast enough. It yeah. kind of feels a little sluggish. But other than that, this this game, man, it's it's beautiful. I I, can't, I just keep on stopping just to take in the vistas, and yeah. the climbing in this game as well. Um, they call them like epic climb. So you could, you could pick an easy route where maybe it's a little bit more action packed, or you could pick a route that's going to be like more about traversal. The moment to moment traversing in this game is so much fun. Cause it does seem like you're, you're solving a puzzle more than the game's just kind of guiding you. And mm-hmm. the pickaxes that you get in the game as well. Like when you have to have the moments where you have to jump and then like hit the wall with the Oh, your I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh my God, it's so <laughs> much fun. This game has me hooked. Like all I want to do right now, Kyle, while you were talking, no disrespect. I'm like, wh- when can I go back and play this game? <laughs> it's it's fan. It really is fantastic. And like yeah. even switching ammo, it's like, all you have to do is take out your bow, then tilt your hand uh, like, like sideways, like it's a kill shot. And then you just take the arrow you want and then just place it in the bow. And you just let it rip. Um, it's amazing. And you gave Aloy a boop. And I gave her a little boop on the nose. Yeah. Which most of them will try to like, like if you just try to touch the AI, they know. They're just like, they kind of like duck yeah. and weave. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> you weirdo. Um, I, I can't say anything more about Like, I love, it's, love, it's love awesome. this game. I yeah. think if you're getting a, if you're getting VR2, get Call of the Mountain. If you're only going to get one yeah. game, get Call of the Mountain. Um, and maybe look at a smaller game like a tentacular or yeah. what the bat, but this is easily a no brainer certified banger for the PSVR two. Yeah. Uh, I do want to note Tetris effect, Demio kayak VR. Uh, those are, uh, uh, we got codes for those mm-hmm. call of the mountain NFL pro era tentacle, uh, what the bat and drums rock. We did not, uh, yeah. but honestly the, the launch lineup is really damn good. My only thing, as much as I love this hardware and I'm loving the software, and this is only after this, I'm done talking about it. I'll I'll give it a nine out of 11 out of 12 is I need to see the future more. We got five games that are coming out this year. And that's great today. Yeah. But, you know, our good friends Ains from Season Gaming said it the same day this VR came out was also PlayStation Vita uh, Vita's wish we had to anniversary. Yeah. And so that is still a lingering thing of, I love the support now. What's it going to look like in a year? So if you're apprehensive, if our conversation got you excited, or maybe you're like, I'll wait, I wouldn't judge you. Honestly, yeah. there's a lot here to be excited about. I think the tech is impressive, but I still need to know about the future. 
Yeah. What about you, Kyle? What are your last thoughts? Last thoughts. I think I totally get if you are holding off because of price or it's just uh, something you're a little hesitant about. I'm here to tell you if you just have a small inkling of wanting to get a VR thing, this is the way to go. The tether is not a hindrance. The games are there and they're very good. And um, I, I think that fear of them not supporting it is less because this is the second one. Yeah. They could have totally just said VR, PSVR 1 was it and done. But the fact that they went back in, gave us this insanely high quality headset has me excited for what they're going to do with it. So yeah. I think it's a no brainer for me. Yeah. Uh, I love the tech. I love the software. Th- this, this is truly impressive. I- I've seen some people that are very um, like cautious when it comes to VR, even, even give very, very good praise to this thing. They're like, this tech is legitimately impressive. So to me, I, I, I stand by this. This is, this is so far the best headset that I've that I've had um, yeah. and that I've been able to put on. And I could competently say I think the games that we're going to be getting here are going to be pushing VR forward. And it's just awesome to see this tech finally out into people's hands. That said, yeah. Kyle, Agreed. listen, one wire aside and a pass through later, it's time for our favorite segment, the Sony Pony Express. And we are joined by... Gustav, one of the devs behind Demio, to talk about their game. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, let's take it away. And with us to talk all things Demio is our good friend Gustav, one of the developers behind the game. How are you, sir? It's launch, or as of speaking, launch day of Demio on PlayStation VR 2. How's it going? How's it feeling? Yeah, it feels great. Always great to, to launch a new game. Or not the new game, but launching a new platform in this case. That's awesome. That's awesome. And could you tell me um, how this launch day, because you guys launched previously on 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 other hardware before, how does this kind of differ to you? Does it feel like the same when you launched on Oculus? Or does this feel maybe a little bit more grandiose because it's launching alongside the new and improved, you know, PlayStation VR 2? Yeah, no, that's definitely like uh, a new console hardware you don't see that that often right mm-hmm. so yeah. that's a rare treat especially in the vr side of the industry so uh, that's been uh, really exciting to work with uh, with the psvr2 yeah awesome that's yeah. awesome uh before we get into specific questions about demio i always like to ask our uh dev guests uh a little bit about themselves personally like what's yeah. your history with gaming uh, how'd you get into developing yeah, so uh, I was um, I've, I've actually been doing games for twenty years now, at different companies. Uh, I've been with Resolution since the beginning, so I think it's around eight years now. I've been at this company. Uh, before that, I was at King, that's the Candy Crush. Oh, games, okay. Big uh-huh. developer here in Stockholm, and uh, a few other companies before that. I started off as a, a programmer, actually, uh, oh, doing wow. mobile games. Oh, all right. Back in the early, early days of mobile games, before app stores and stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I have, awesome. I'm, I'm like a computer science uh, at university is what I studied. Sweet. Oh, wow. 
Now, how did you make the jump from mobile to VR? Because that sounds like quite a leap. It's whiplash, I feel like. Yeah, I, in a way it was, but in a way it wasn't, right? So I've been doing uh, games for for like mobile is obviously Android. And the first, when we started Resolution, uh, there was no, like the DK3 or 2 or 3 was out. So that was PC-based, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the only like really mass market device was the Gear VR. So quite early, we decided to focus on mobile VR, and that kind of fit us because most of the team had been working on mobile before. So mm-hmm. working on Unity, launching on Android, all that was familiar. That's, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's, and it, there has to be something that is kind of familiar with the unfamiliar. You, you know, you're, you're talking about like I was on mobile before there was an app store. There has yeah. to be a familiarity of like I was on VR before it was you know, mass marketed. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. That's... Like uh, our first game was launched on, on Gear VR uh, as a launch title. And uh, that was uh, that was really cool to see because most of what people had seen before that was uh, the, uh, you know, the Google Cardboard VR. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. that was very limited. Uh, and all of a sudden you actually got something that, felt like a product right so yeah. um it's really cool yeah what uh what makes uh, the vr platform as a whole like exciting and fun to develop in i mean uh i think like the one vr really does immersion well right it's like you're yeah. inside the game yeah uh so that's that's obviously the the really big uh thing with the VR that sets it out as a medium. The controllers, the features of Demio. Was there anything when you first got the new hardware that kind of spoke to you going, oh, wow, this is something this is something that we can take advantage of with this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, like the the hardware is amazing, right? Uh, yeah. It's so high resolution. Uh, uh, the controllers, like with the the, the adaptive triggers, yep. yeah. Uh, because you pick up a piece that's amazing, and then the, the haptics really brings stuff to the table. So I think it just really sells VR as uh, yeah. immersive yeah. medium. It's it's a very subtle thing, but playing last night, whenever my character got downed and feeling the rumble in my head, yeah. making it feel like, yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm down. Someone yeah. get me up, please. <laughs> it's great. And that's the only time we use that feature, actually, the headset rumble. Mm-hmm. It's only when you're downed. So Yeah, yeah. that's great. Uh, uh, speaking of the game, yeah, this is like my dream VR game. Yeah. And the reason why, years ago, like we had a question on the show, like what would I want to see in VR? And I want to see like a full D&D tabletop experience where yeah. uh, a game master, a DM can make the maps in vr and you as the party could you just be around the table whatever so when i first saw this i was like yes please uh what makes a tabletop thing work so well in vr yeah that's that's a good question i like you you have the sense of presence right yeah no matter where your friends are it feels like they're in the room with you Mm -hmm. and i think it's really good that you have like you're all focusing on the same thing on the table rather than like uh, if you're playing a shooter or whatever like you can be yeah. in different directions but here like 
the table is the the centerpiece, like the center mm -hmm. of attention, uh, the thing you are talking about. Yeah. Together, right? You're strategizing, like, oh, it's my turn. Let I'm gonna shoot this fireball and set off this gas yep. cloud here to mm -hmm. kill that guy, and you focus on this guy. So, yeah. and I, I think that's one of the really strong things with Demi overall is the co-op mm -hmm. aspects, like playing together with friends, strategizing, yeah. uh, really just sometimes just, yeah, uh, yeah having fun. But question <laughs> after our, 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 what was supposed to be one round of playing last night, but turned into two straight hours. Uh, who decided to make the enemies allowed to use doors? Because I don't, I don't like <laughs> being in a room and being bombarded with a, a yeah. giant group of enemies, and then behind us we see a door open in the dark, yeah. and then we get surrounded. Yeah. Uh, it's terrifying. Why, why is that fair? That's, <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Demio may be many things, but the, it's not always fair, right? You yeah, get yeah, overrun by enemies. It's fun, but yeah, yeah. I love what yeah. you guys actually stated. Like, um, I, I think with with the launch of PSVR two, you had like a little update of like, "Hey, remember, guys? You know, this game is about, is supposed to be fun." So, like, I forget the, the message entirely, but it was like a, a a PSA to the community going, "Hey, there's new people here. Help them. <laughs> yeah. Remember what this game is about. Remember, it's about strategy. It's about kinship. It's about you know, at the end of the day, a little bit of luck." Um, what is to, what is your com connection with the community of of Demio? Do they feel like you know? Because I feel like the trophy room are always on the same page about you know respecting and and understanding each other. Yeah. Do you guys? What's the sense of the Demio community that you guys built over you know the, the past few years? We have quite a strong Discord community with a lot of invested players. Um, and also, like on, on Facebook groups and stuff, yeah. there's a lot of discussion going on there. Uh, and I think we have a very lovely community. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, part of it is because it's co-op, right? So there is no, there is no like competition uh, between players, really. So there is mm -hmm. no need to be nasty. A lot of feedback gets mm -hmm. like uh, put together uh, from from our very engaged players, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that definitely reaches the team, and we listen for. For the uh, the gameplay itself, when you first boot it up and you're in this amazingly uh, uh, imagined basement, right where the yeah. table is and where we're happening, uh, one of our friends who we were playing with, Captain Logan, uh, was like, "I instinctively he tried to walk over and pick up a dart and throw at the dartboard." Yeah, was that ever a thing <laughs> that you you wanted to happen to explore the room and interact with things or was it just like for like a an ambiance kind of feel like a set dressing I mean, yeah yeah exactly so the the uh i would say first and foremost it's the ambiance right yeah but mm -hmm. there is some stuff to discover there we put oh. some easter eggs in uh okay in there as well uh we haven't made it interactive and that's mainly been um i would say ultimately uh um uh, performance sure. thing, right? Sure. We, we yeah. want all the power to go down onto what happens on the board, right? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So, um, And knowing how my ADHD brain works, yeah. I would be walking <laughs> over to the dartboard and just start tossing yeah, yeah, things yeah. on that. Yeah. Or sitting on at the board. old Apple computer and, and try to play Absolutely. a game on there. I'll try to play the Atari. 
I'll have my PSVR yeah. too. I will absolutely try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool if you could. Yeah, <laughs> one day. Yeah, when one it, day. When it comes to the uh, the floor, the dungeon maps themselves, mm-hmm. um, how do you go about making each level different feeling enough? Like, I, I remember the, the 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 first dungeon we played when we hopped onto the second level. And seeing all these different rooms in this giant middle room, we're like, okay, well, that's where yeah. all the bad guys are. Like, yeah. how, where how does it go into planning of like, here's like the big bad in this side, and here's the door, and all that, yeah. and all that stuff. So, I mean, the the enemies are are uh, spawned in, so every time you play is going to be a different experience. And then, uh, like a typical run of Demio is uh, two normal floors, and then the boss floor, right? Okay. And those two normal floors, we have a pool of different floors. So every run is going to be unique. Um, and also the enemies we uh, that are popped in. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's not the same every time on each map, right? So next time you might find one giant monster. And the next time it's like hundreds of smaller ones. Okay. God, we learned yeah. that the hard way. We learned that yeah. if, if you let the ooze stay around for too long, it becomes big ooze. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. those guys, uh, they merge. You yeah. Have to... mm-hmm. So the, the secret uh, to, to dealing with those is the, is the lie. There's a bottle of lie. Okay. You can one-shot the big, the big slimes. Oh. Write that down, Kyle. So I'm down. writing it down right this. now. <laughs> the the thing that I love about this game is, and and you know, we were talking about it when we were playing last night. Was it does feel like D and D meets chess, where you have all you know these little you know characters on the table, and we're just moving them about. But it all feels you're right. Everything is just honed in on just the table so and the strategy I, behind it too like the, sh- the, the little things of like uh the second floor we we're on had staircases and uh one of our characters was on the top step yeah. and then everyone else couldn't get past them because they were blocking the staircase like the yeah. little little bit of strategy and forethinking of that i think is really awesome yeah. And and for me, I kind of felt like I was it, it was like minority report of just <laughs> yeah. just manipulating, manipulating things. The room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what what kind of was it just purely D&D that inspired so many of of the enemies that you're fighting in this game? What you know, what was some of the thinking behind some of those characters that, you know, you were placing down and some of some of the logic behind them or the secrets behind them, like the, those damn oozes. Yeah. No, so, I mean, obviously D&D, but also yeah. tons of board games and mm-hmm. uh, role playing games and video games uh, yeah. that uh, between everyone in the team, like. It's it's all poured together there, right? But it, I think it's in the choice between making a new fantasy stuff up and just playing on the best tropes of the genre. I think mm-hmm. we selected playing on the best tropes of the genre. I, I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, to to add to that, uh, before coming out on PSVR two yesterday, as of recording, um, correct me if I'm wrong. There's been four expansions to Demio. Yeah, exactly. Four. Okay. Yeah. What so goes we into with one expansion and then okay. we've added. Uh, yeah. How, what goes into making an expansion and building on that? <laughs> is it? Uh, 
how tough is it to add to like the worlds and adding different mechanics and whatnot? Because I haven't experienced the other expansion, so I don't know if there's. Yeah, no. So I mean, it's um, it's a collaborative experience from a large team, right? And it starts with uh, some sort of idea on the lore, the overarching storyline. All the five expansions um, keep together as a campaign, right? From episode or, or adventure one through five mm-hmm. uh and uh i mean it's that that part of it is world building and then yeah. you just figure out okay so in this world now we have come to the desert that was the fourth expansion we made for instance right now okay Sweet. what's in this desert and then there's a lot of creative discussions a lot of back and forth and then we start uh, like the game design team starts looking into like what's the new abilities we want here for the enemies Mm-hmm. uh what new here with each expansion we have also no not every expansion with the last three expansions we also launched a new hero class oh mm. sweet uh so we launched the um uh the bard the warlock and now in the last one the barbarian sweet yeah uh, so I they get warlock their own last night. it was great yeah, yeah with the kana <laughs> yeah around. yeah mm-hmm. yeah she's badass uh no but so rogue <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh no. what what's your favorite part about those conversations when you're like hey we're got we're making this new expansion or, or whatever have you for demio what's your your favorite conversation when when you're in the you know create creation process of that so i really like the the part where anything is possible and you're just coming up with stuff right that's yeah that's a really fun part but going from that into the first playtest when you can actually playtest the new abilities in the first iteration it could be just a i don't know like a, a quick vfx thing that happens and then there's an explosion or or whatever uh that's really exciting when you start having something you can give tangible feedback on and and uh, doing the iterations needed to make it uh like as exciting as possible right mm-hmm. Yeah. And and also in the case of Demio, as we have added new abilities, those also work with the older expansions, right? So you can the uh, a lot of the enemies actually uh, like uh, they keep showing up in the new expansions, for instance. So uh, mm. and then you have to figure out, okay, this guy does this. How does he interact with this new enemy we just created? Or and also like playing the first adventure with the new heroes. That's a completely different experience than playing with the, with the starting set of heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your, who's your favorite hero to play as? What's your, I'm uh, I play guardian. Nice. That's my okay. favorite. Yeah. I tank it up. I should like the amount of <laughs> dumb risks that I take. I should have all the armor possible, not for my team. It's just for myself. Because again, I will, <laughs> I'm like, this will work out. I'm like, I'm a rogue. I'm a glass cannon. Why am I running yeah. into this mob? Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason, but I'm <laughs> I'm going in for it. Like, I mean, it may, may be a bit cheesy, but like the process of making games together when you're like a tight-knit group that work well together uh, and just... Uh, that's that's an amazing feeling. Uh, what uh, What would you like to see... Uh, from the future of Demio, is it just asking or adding more expansion? Is it looking into maybe having like the ability to like customize your own dungeon and and making your own rooms or whatnot? Like, what do you see as the future of this IP? 
Yeah, so I mean, there's tons of ideas, right? And right now we have nothing we can confirm in terms mm -hmm. of that, but uh, we're currently working on a uh, on Vimeo Battles, which is going to oh. be PvP. Oh, uh, nice. So it's actually okay. four players uh, or like two teams playing against each other, up to two players per team. So you each control a hero each, and then you buy cards and uh, from the roster of, of minions and then you battle it out on arenas mm -hmm. oh that's so exciting. that's gonna launch as a, a separate game that's oh, nice that that seems like a whole lot of fun yeah that uh, i will lose every round in but i haven't yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh question just popped in my head um what made uh or what was the decision the decision around having like a card based like attack and ability thing um instead of just having like an inherent like menu Here's your of ability attacks stuff. and like yeah. when you pick up your the mini you can select there like the the i love the tactile feel of picking up a card and dropping it on the character and then yeah. having it happen so like was the card thing an early yeah. decision yeah it was super yeah. early like we knew yeah. we wanted to do something with cards with dice with miniatures and like physical interactions mm -hmm. uh so that was that was pretty much the how it all started right so yeah it's been there from the beginning uh, of demio nice. which early, is early days uh, you know I, I i've i've just recently got into like the card-based systems in games and for me i feel like it's 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 you guys it's it's the indies that are really making that card-based system not just work, but have it be so much fun because Demio would not be the same if I can just spam fireball through a hallway. There's there there's this the like moment of okay, I can use this here, but do I really need to? Yeah. Right? Like the, the 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 thought behind each action, again, like yeah. It, when Captain Logan said it, he said it best. It's like it really does feel like sh like chess meets D and D because there's just like so much strategy involved with every turn. I, I and to I, add to that, like when during the gameplay, when you get a new card, it's like oh my god, thank god. Yeah. But never, <laughs> never the feeling of like I can't get through with what I have, but just the the excitement of getting a new thing to try out on somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. And then. Uh, like you, you finish one floor and you go to the shop and there's like tons of stuff you can, yep. uh, can mm -hmm. buy. That's really cool. And and um, even then, it's like you know when you're when you're done with a round and now you could go buy new abilities. It's like okay, what can I what can I afford or should I just window shop to the next round? Yeah. Um, it it. I had I had second so thoughts fun. on on buying another ballista. Let me tell you, it <laughs> yeah. hits so many times when I needed it to hit. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah. man, three hundred gold. That's a lot. A lot to <laughs> shell out. That's a lot of wampum. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, before we head on out of here, um, I you know, while playing this game, I got attached to that rogue little figurine. I have not been to the merch store yet, Demio uh, uh If you guys haven't, would you consider making little figurines for these for these That'd little be really cool. Yeah, uh, I've seen 3D prints, but I don't know what I can Ooh. share. Ooh. <laughs> All right, okay, that's a tease that I like. I'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Gustav, thank you so much for for coming on, uh, talking Demio with us. We absolutely love your game. Tell everybody at the team um, because this was this was just such a a great experience. Yeah. Can I just say like uh, one thing with this release is. Uh, Demio is fully playable in 2D mode on your TV as well, right? So if you yeah. have a friend you want to play with, they haven't bought the PSVR 2 yet, they can buy it for their PlayStation and just join you in a game. I love that. And it's it's full cross-play, with, even with the Oculus uh, Quest or like uh, MetaQuest. And, That's uh, awesome. And other platforms like Steam VR and Steam PC. Oh, play. That, that actually brings up a question. Um, how important is it to you for no matter the platform of vr like let's say psvr 2 is on playstation quest is elsewhere how important is it to you to like have your vr game on as many vr headsets as possible like yeah. is that like an important mission uh, uh, at the team to like i would say to, so to actually sure for VR resolutions, grows? yeah for vr as a or like resolution as a company i would yeah. say We're, that's always been our wish to to reach as many players as possible and we've mm -hmm. like from the get-go we've been trying to port on on everything new that comes out i think uh, we have been a release we've had a release title on every major vr and the ar uh, headset like hardware launch that's ever nice. been uh, <laughs> so that's that's awesome. part of it and then just like being there like it, it's all about attracting a, a larger audience and yeah. uh, all these headset needs content, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, we, we really try to be on, on as many platforms as possible. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Gustav, thank you so much for coming out, talking Demio with us. Um, again, we, we love your game. Go out there, buy this thing. Please. Please. Please do. Please. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're already. We're uh, no joke. I'm itching already... to get back. We, we, I, I just learned the, the last level is the boss floor. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to get our butts kicked by this yeah. boss that we. Left we're thinking out about last. community game nights. Like, it's gonna be a yeah. whole, whole big thing that y'all have. So that said, Gustav, thank you so much for coming out. And now, let's go back to the show. Thank you, guys. Have fun. Uh, Gustav, what a nice man. What a nice fellow. Thank you so much for dropping by. Uh, and thank you, Demio team, for being so incredibly kind to us as well Very through our so. interview process. Uh, Kyle, that's it. That's the trophy room this week. That's it. It's been a good show. Solid. We did it. Two shows this week. Hoo-wee. Two interviews this week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Again, we're... we're, we're voice actors of Freya. We're going to be interviewing. It's going to be great. Next week. Next, next trophy room. Keep that on lock. We're so excited. I'm so pumped. Kyle, but before you know, we head on out of here, it's time. You know, anything you want to spotlight before we get on out of here? Uh, myself, Mr. K-Step. Um, reminder, just be kind to each other yeah. on the internet. Um, go to hell, Kyle. Eh, go to hell, Joe. With love. <laughs> with respect. With, with respect. Um, and just go, go follow 6 self, With respect. <laughs> Go follow Six One Indie for all your indie gaming news and whatnot. Um, uh, yeah, video games are rad. There you go. Uh, yeah, man, video games are amazing. I, I love them so much. It's moments like these that I, it's the reason why I love making the trophy room each and every week when we get to celebrate new hardware, celebrate developers, 
that's what this show's always about, first and foremost. Uh, but with that said, you can follow us over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. Please join our Discord. We're growing. I think we've already gotten over like 100 new people. So go on, stop on by, be part of this awesome community, be able to ask us questions each and every Wednesday right before we record. Uh, follow me at Mr. Badbit. Follow this show on the Trophy Room Show on YouTube. Please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We are only nine reviews away from three. 300. And if we hit 300 by next week, I'll do a backflip. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know how I'll do it. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> next week, I might die. <laughs> but with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, I love you all so much. Keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you very much.